0: It's great to be with all of you again. It's, it almost seems like I didn't leave. <laughs> it was just December, the last time I was here. And a lot has happened since then. And um, it's always an honor to be able to share with you the Word of God and also to share with you the work that we're doing in Panama. So. I asked Pastor Andreas to prepare a little um, presentation here for you guys because uh, when Pastor Thad asked me to uh, share with you, I didn't have any pictures on me. So Pastor Andres sent it to me. If we can go to the first one. So last year when we were here during COVID, um, Panama was under strict lockdown and people couldn't go out. They were restricted over the week, the, the week, but weekends, nobody could go out. So all the churches were closed in Panama. So we were able to do our services here from soon while we were here in the States. And, um, then pastor Andreas went back in October, because they started opening up again. And then they opened uh, the weekends and then we started having services. I went back and my first service was uh, December 20th and that was also the last one for the year. Uh, They decided to shut down everything until like the middle of February because of COVID. So we, we continued to having our services through Zoom. But after that, everything opened again and we could go back to having services. We're still having some meetings in Zoom. Tuesdays, we're having Bible study. Uh, Mondays, we're having prayer. At one point, we were having prayer every single night in Zoom. And we've been meeting on Sundays also since then. Um, We're at 50% capacity in our building because of social distancing. Everything is really strict in Panama still. So it's not like here that you can be sitting next to each other and close together and without a mask. We still have to keep our distance and everything has to be measured. So we're going by that right now. First picture here that we see this is our services. They're very upbeat and powerful. God is moving. Praise the Lord. I on Sundays, we have a full house, even though we're at 50% capacity. Almost every Sunday, our, se- our seats are filled. Uh, if not, there's very few that are empty. And we are happy to see that everybody in our church is very hungry for God, as well as Friday night services, people are, are coming. Let's go to the next one. Due to the restriction that we have with the government, we are not allowed to have any altar calls. So when God moves, people just fall to their knees right by their seats. And God is always moving in such a powerful way as only he can. And we're really happy and excited about that to see what God is doing this year. Let's go to the next one. So we've changed a few things this year. So we're really working on our social media and YouTube channel, which is uh, Move Up Panama One, and it's taking off. Currently, we have 13,900 subscribers worldwide with people checking in from Central South, the, uh, America, the US, the Caribbean, and even Europe. We can go to the next one. We upgraded our software and are now transmitting HD with three different cameras. Before we only had one, the one that's just right in the middle like this one. And now we have one that comes from the balcony and then we have one that comes from the side and shows the altar. So we're really excited about that because it's making everything so dynamic and, and different. Um, and we can keep all the viewers at home engaged. So that's really cool. We can go to the next one, slide number five. As a result of that, in May we had over 1,200 um, views with 57,300 minutes watched. So things are really going well, and we're very pleased by the progress. So by the way, apart from listening to our services, you can also see the short films that we have made over the years. So if you go into our YouTube channel, that's, you can see that. They're in Spanish, though. <laughs> But you can still watch them. They're very good. God opened that door. And through that, we're able to be in the Panamanians' homes. And a lot of our short films carry a very powerful message. Uh, God is always mentioned in most of them. And uh, people can see that God can change things. There's always a, a very hopeful message in our, in our films. Uh, we can go to the next one. So right now we're working on evangelism and we have two outreaches that we do on Saturdays. They're open for the whole church. Whoever wants to participate can come and we have an evangelism team made of 12 people volunteers. So in the picture there, you can see them in the back, in the back room. They're sitting at the table, and they're preparing these uh, little um, packages that we hand out. And one of, the, one of the things that we put in there is a mask. People are always glad to get those. <laughs> um, and we also have a booklet that shares the gospel with them. And it also has the information of a church so that they know where to find us. So while we're there, um, we go to different parks close by to the church, and then we uh, minister the word of God. Uh, We have a preacher that preaches the word of God, and we have a prayer team also that prays for the people. And everybody really receives it. Everybody's hungry for, for the word and for peace and they really want to get prayed for so we take advantage of that Uh, number the next one number seven so we minister to street vendors as you can see people sitting in in the park benches we just walk up to them they don't have any problems with us getting close to them because of covid or whatever Uh, so they're just ready to receive because they're they're really hungry for something different than what they've been seeing all year since last year so it fills them with hope to hear the word of god it fills them with hope to have somebody pray for them so god is really moving through that in panama We have, we carry these um, signs that show people scriptures and also that God loves them. So we want to ask you to please pray for us. Keep praying for Panama that when we go out to minister in the streets, people can receive the Lord, that many people can get saved and they will come to to the church. Let's go to the next one. The foundation part of our work, because we are a foundation, we're also a church, uh, remains closed right now. Still, we continue to work in the community to help and be a light that God has called us to be in it. So in January, from January to March, Pastor Andreas, together with the community police in Kurundu, you've been there, Pastor Thad, We took them on a tour. Um, They were there training community leaders that live in that area. It's just like a slum area and with eight active gangs in there. So the police and they're training those leaders. Um, We did uh, personal finance, budgeting, substance abuse, violence prevention, with, with them. They were trained over, over, over a week, for several weeks. And, um, you know, God always opens the door for us because they, they contacted Pastor Andreas. We've been working with the police for many years now. So whenever they need anything done for the community, they call us. And that's really good. They know that we can count, that they can count on us for anything that they need. So they called him and uh, I think in there everybody, there's Pastor Andreas, and everybody who participated in this, the teachers and the students, they receive a certificate. And there they are, the whole class. Let's go to the next one. So our vision for ALM Panama is to plant nine churches, one in every province. And right now, we're off to a good start. Here on the map, you can see we are opening ALM two In this area called Bacamonte, it's not too far from the city. And right there in the the picture right there, uh, we were uh, training, Pastor Andreas was training the leadership and the pastor of that church. And on the left, you can see the storefront with the name of the prior church. And as we continue to prepare the group for uh, leadership to run the church, please be praying for us that we will soon have the grand opening. And of course, we're going to make a video and send it to you guys so you can see it. So. We really thank you for all your prayers and for your support. It's really a blessing to us. We can really feel it. So now I'm gonna share a word with you. If we can go to the next slide. Oh, the next one. So I just wanted to share a scripture with you that God gave me some years back on June of 2003. We had been in Panama already for a little while and we had been working on the papers for our foundation, our legal papers. And it had taken so long. It took about two years to to get done. And we were like wondering, where is this going? You know? So I was praying one day and reading my Bible. And God gave me this scripture. Which filled me with a lot of hope and expectation. Because I knew that God was going to make a way. That these papers were going to go through. And we were going to have a church. So I want to share that with you tonight because that's going to be part of the, that is going to be the message, actually. (laughs) And like I said, it goes really well with the music that we were uh, singing tonight because God has called us to victory. God has called us to be overcomers. Amen? Amen. So let's go to 1 Chronicles 28. We're going to be reading uh, verses 20 through 21. This is the NIV version. Do we have it? No. Okay. I'll read it. It's okay. David also said to Solomon, his son, be strong and courageous and do the work. This is what God was speaking to me, to Pastor Andreas and I. At the beginning of this, be strong and courageous and do the work. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord God, my God, is with you. He will not fail you or forsake you until the work for the service of the temple of the Lord is finished. The divisions of the priests and the Levites are ready for all the work of the temple of God, and every willing, skilled person, I'm sorry, every willing person skilled in any craft will help you in all the work. The officials and the people will obey your every command. Hallelujah. Wow. Wow. And that is what God is saying to you tonight. Amen? Amen. So we have always heard from the bishop that God has a plan, a purpose, and an expectation for each one of us. And we all have been called by God to expand his kingdom. Turn to the person next to you and say, I have been called by God. God. See, we each have been called by God. God. (laughs) Not just those who are missionaries or pastors or teachers or prophets or evangelists, but all of us. God wants to use all of us. That's why he said that we should go into all the world and preach the gospel. So it's not just for some people, it's for everybody. So we are called, right? So Pastor Andreas and I have been called to missions, and that's why ALM sent us to Panama over 20 years ago, and you have seen that things are going great. But you have played a very important part in all of this. I want you to know that. In all these years, with your giving. Your giving has made all that we have done this last 20 years in Panama possible. So I thank you for being co-laborers with us. You know, some people are called to go and some people are called to send. In this way, we all partake in the vision that God has given this house. Amen? Amen. Because Pastor Andreas and I were sent out to Panama to fulfill the vision of this house. So let us look at that scripture again in Chronicles. It says, Be strong and courageous, And do the work. See, God is expecting something out of us, and that is to do the work that He has called us. God expects each one of you to do that work. But in order to do this, we have need of strength and of courage. We have seen in the Word of God that this is a requirement even a command from God, from all those persons that he has called to serve him. We have seen that word repeated over and over throughout the Bible. And let me tell you, you need it. (laughs) You need it. Because the work of the gospel is not easy. And the enemy will come against you, and you will need to be strong and courageous if you're going to do the work. So, like I was saying, God tells us to be strong and courageous because he knows that there are two main weapons. The enemy has a lot of weapons, but in this scripture, we're going to be talking about two of those, which are shown here. The the main weapons that the devil uses to come against us are called fear and discouragement. See what happens, fear is meant to paralyze you and keep you from growing, from moving forward and developing your gifts and talents. See not everybody is an extrovert. Sometimes I used to think that extroverts had it easy because they can just walk up to anybody and start a conversation and just begin to share. But those who are introverts, (laughs) and and some of you know what I'm talking about, we have a harder time. And I say we (laughs) because I'm included in that. So if we allow fear to rule over us, we're not gonna get anything done. And you know, God called me to preach to people and, it, and a lot of times it's not easy to have a big crowd looking at you while you're trying to minister. And um, so I had to overcome a lot of things. But everybody has to do that. One time I was, I was like really surprised when Pastor Andreas said that one of his biggest fear was fear of public speaking. <laughs> because... I never would have thought that. <laughs> One of the things that attracted me to him was that he, he seemed to be bold. He seemed to be courageous. So I kind of looked up to people like that because I, I thought that I was lacking it. <laughs> you know? But, uh, <laughs> but God still shows me to do a work. So, <laughs> so God can work on anybody. If he can use me, he can use you. Amen. So don't worry. But the enemy uses fear to come against us so that we don't develop those gifts and talents that God wants us, has given us. And he wants us to share with people because that's, when, that's what's going to make sharing the gospel and doing the work of the kingdom Easier for us. Those are our tools. But if you're too afraid to use them, if you allow fear to paralyze you, you're not going to do anything. So I'm, I'm feeling a lot of peace right now, that's what. <laughs> 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 I'm not feeling afraid right now <laughs> or nervous. I thought I was going to be, but I'm not. <laughs> So fear is a sign to make you want to run and hide and it'll make you unwilling to speak and act. Not because you don't want to, because you do want to. Every, every believer wants to do what God calls him to do. We want to please God, but we're afraid. So we make up any excuse or whatever not to do anything. So we become unwilling to speak and to act. And if you are unwilling to speak and act, you can't work in the kingdom. God can't use you. So fear will make you even resist the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Now, the other weapon that he uses is discouragement. And discouragement robs you of your joy and your hope. And it takes you to a dark place that fills you with doom and doubt. And if you dwell there, you're going to be depressed. So discouragement is designed to make you want to quit. Because the devil doesn't want you to do anything for God. The devil doesn't want you to grow and develop and become powerful in God and reach people. So he wants to make you quit. He wants to make you give up. He wants to make you feel like you're incapable of doing or even fulfilling your call. Discouragement will make you think that you're alone and there's no one there that who can help you and it will even make you want to die you know that the enemy comes to kill steal and destroy so that's where he's leading so when you start serving god in the ministry or even as a christian serving god in your local church the enemy brings these things against you to try to keep you from doing and becoming what God has called you to do. So when fear and discouragement come against us, we got to remind ourselves that the almighty God is with us and we're not alone. We know that he is the one that goes before us. He's the one that fights our battles. He's the one who takes care of our needs. We can only be strong and courageous if our strength and courage comes from the Lord and not from our own power. That's why we need the Lord. That's why we need to seek Him. That's why we need to pray. That's why we need to read the Bible. That's why we need to come to church be encouraged And and to draw from that power that comes from the word that comes from God's presence God will not abandon us but he will remain our help it says here in that scripture until we have completed the work he has called us to do but not only that You see, he will provide every single resource that we need in order for us to accomplish everything, every single little thing that he has called us to do. And as you see in verse 21, he has not called us to do this great work alone. He has called other skillful people, meaning you, Everybody has something that they can do well. Everybody has something that they can use, that they can offer up for the kingdom of God. So he has given us skillful people to work with us. Each of them will fulfill a specific role. God will also give you favor with men. So that you can do the work that you're called a lot easier. And he opens many doors. God did that with us in Panama. There was one year we started um, walking around and doing prayer. Like a Jericho walk. And we prayed and we did that for about two years. Because we had to break strongholds. One guy even had the boldness to come and say. He was like um, um, into some kind of witchcraft. And um, probably Santeria, because they were dressed in white. And they came and they said to Pastor Andreas, did you know that all of this is mine? Meaning the neighborhood where a church was. And there were, when we first started there at the church, there was a lot of little churches and storefronts and everything. And soon after, it wasn't too long, they all started closing. And the enemy has tried to attack us many times and close our doors, but he has not been successful. Amen. Praise God. Yeah. God has not allowed it because he has a plan, a purpose and an expectation for Muva and Panama. Amen? Yes. Amen. So, but, you know, we've, we've fought some battles. But after we were done doing that prayer walk, God started opening doors. I mean, God's blessing started coming down like an avalanche. That's when we started our work with the foundation and working with youth. And we were receiving help from uh, USAID. And then after they, they left Panama, United Way and the mayor's office. So that's what was financing the work down there that we were doing with them. And we were reaching people from all these uh, neighborhoods around us where there's a lot of gang activity. So we were working to get the, the, the young people away from that kind of lifestyle, offering them a place where they can be loved, where they can do their homework, where they could hang out. That where they could receive the word. We always added it to whatever we were teaching. So God was opening doors. That's still opening doors. So that's how we got in with the police, and we started going to different neighborhoods, and we were taking our, our truck with the, um, with the clowns and the puppets and all of that. Soon we're going to start to do that again. But God opens many doors for us. So, we can be strong and courageous because we have been empowered from on high. When God poured his Holy Spirit upon our flesh. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in us. He lives in us. Amen. That's what we can do. What we're called to do. He empowered and anointed us to complete the call of God in our lives. God has not left us weak or defenseless. We can be strong and courageous because Jesus has given us authority and He has done this so that we can be successful in our calling and our walk with him. We can be strong and courageous because God has given us his armor. And when we put it on, the scripture says that we are able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. The word also says in 2 Corinthians 10.4, and I'm going to read it from the Amplified Version, the Amplified Bible Version, the weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood. Our weapons are divinely powerful for the destructions of, of fortresses. We are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God and we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ so you see God is with us Bishop always used to say for every vision there is a provision and that's exactly what this verse says God called us to do a work. God has called us all to do a work. And he has made a way. Not only is he with us to give us that strength and that courage that we need, he's given us everything that we need. The people that will do the work with us. The finances. Everything. He's given us everything so that we can be successful because we are the called. Amen? Amen. So now, after hearing all of this, that the word is telling us, all this encouragement, how can we not be strong and courageous and do the work that God has called us? Amen?